I am Melinda, the host of Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. I am an attorney who put fear aside and dove headfirst into doing the work to become sober. Have you also let fear hold you back from becoming sober? Have you been worried that becoming sober will affect your career or just your everyday life? Or are you already sober and just want to listen to another professional sober woman navigate through sobriety and share stories and advice learned along the way? If so, this is the podcast for you. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite mocktail and let's get to work. Welcome to Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. Today, I want to have a quick chat about past patterns. In the last 48 hours, I would say I've had a couple triggers that really sent me into a spiral, but I was really lucky enough to catch myself and I quite frankly, couldn't wait to get home to record this. So before I quit drinking, my significant other travels a lot for work. Well, he still does, but he would a lot when I had been drinking. And typically when he would be gone certain times for a week would be my really unchecked time where I'd be by myself. I would go to happy hours. I would drink as much as I want at home and really think I have no judgment and it wasn't gone unnoticed because he'd also be out when he was away with his colleagues. And really we would text goodnight. So I felt as if I was kind of pulling a fast one, even though there are times where we'd be really not doing great in our relationship because he knew I'd been drinking and sneaking drinking. And I always assured him that this time would be different when he was gone. I wouldn't be drinking, but typically I would. So he... I've been sober for 15 months at this point and he has gone away many, many weeks and days since I quit drinking and I typically do okay. But when he left yesterday, it hit me in a way that it hasn't hit me in a while. I got really anxious. I started to feel um, very nervous and just not feel right. I immediately was like, oh, should I have a mocktail, which is not really my go-to regularly. And I just started to feel a way. And it's hard to really put into words the way that I was feeling. I wasn't necessarily craving a drink. I really wasn't. I was just thinking in my mind. My mind kept going back and replaying weeks that he'd be away and really the behavior and what I would do when he was gone. And it made me feel scared. It made me feel nervous inside. Not necessarily that I was going to do that, but it got me very upset. I didn't really feel great. I went to bed. I did not sleep well, but full disclosure, one of our dogs was up sick most of the night. So that also didn't help that I did not get a good night's sleep. So when I woke up today and he was not here as he's, like I said, away and I'd been up most of the night, I thought to myself really quickly, you know, I could just call in today and stay home. I don't feel the best. I didn't sleep. But I immediately stopped myself. I said, you already feel like garbage. You're already being triggered. The last thing you need is to stay home. The last thing is, even though you have no intention of drinking, the last thing you need to do is revert back to a past pattern that you used to do when he was away. So that really, that thought process kind of took me by surprise because I immediately internally knew you are not staying home. You absolutely cannot. So it took everything in me to get out of bed and get in the shower, get dressed. And it was one of those days. It was one of those days where 
I knew that I wasn't going to feel like a rock star. I knew that I wasn't going to be having my best days, but those are the days where it's even more important that you have habits, routines, and a tool belt because I was able to dig into what I had, like the resources that I've had spent the last 15 months really developing to do what I need to do to make the best of the day. So I, again, got out of bed, forced myself to shower, forced myself to get dressed, started my car, made my coffee. I had my lunch prepped already, which was really helpful. Um, I had my outfit picked out, which again was very helpful. I got dressed, got in the car. I made sure during that day I do my habits. Like during lunch, I can I journaled. During my lunch break, I journaled. I journaled about how I was feeling, where I thought these feelings were coming from. And I really tried to interpret what I was feeling and try to get to the root of maybe some things lately I've been feeling that I haven't felt in a while to kind of understand where this trigger or this overwhelm emotion anxiety came from, which is completely new because this is also, you know, as not great as I felt all day today, I'm really stinking proud of myself because I used the tools that I've been developing. I journaled about it. I made sure, you know what? drink your water. I made sure to drink more water than I normally would. I made sure to schedule a yoga class for tonight that I'm going to, you know, it's a quick 45 minute class, but I'm going to go there, just get some, you know, movement and not for the exercise of it, but for the mind. I didn't, you know, I'm wondering like, Hey, I didn't work out yesterday. Like I normally would. I did not get the movement and my week didn't start the way it normally would. So I don't know what it was necessarily that really threw me off, but Again, I made sure to really dig into my toolkit and try to figure out a way to feel the best way that I could. And while I'm not really saying recording this to offer many solutions or suggestions, but I just really wanted to record this for another reason. I wanted to record this to make remind people that sobriety is, to me, better than when I was drinking. My life is substantially better. But even regardless of that, it doesn't mean that it's easy. It doesn't mean that it is a downhill battle, that every day is peachy, every day is great. There are days that will catch you off guard when you feel like absolute garbage. And it's about using the tools that you've developed in sobriety on your worst days, the days that you feel like you have nothing to give, on the days that you are second-guessing things that had become what you thought second nature to you. But it also reminds me to not become complacent. It also reminds me that while I have 15 months and I'm proud of it, I only have 15 months and I still need to do the work daily and I still need to give myself grace and remind myself that, you know... I'm allowed to have bad days, but one bad day isn't going to throw me off my track. One bad day is not going to undo 15 months of work. I'm going to prevail. I'm going to dig in and still do my habits. I'm going to make sure that one day doesn't set me back. But I'm also not going to be hard on myself for having that day because everybody has a day. So I hope that that was helpful. I just probably sound a little bit garbled and just really verbal diarrhea, quite frankly, because I'm just, you know, trying to process this. And this is real time emotion that I'm, you know, just got home from work and I've been really wanting to record something to get that message out. So hopefully this helps. Thank you so much for listening to Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. Did you like the conversation and what you heard and want to hear more? Well, make sure to subscribe and follow Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. But also, if you have any ideas of future episodes, please email podcastwomenswork at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you.